Hello, everyone, you pieces of shit scumbags. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Comment below if you went to the Billionaire Summit this winter, I mean, this summer. And also, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Enjoy the show, you fucking scums. Welcome to the Luke Mitchell Show. I am, I am beyond honored. I'm literally doing this episode out of the Sun Valley Billionaire Summit, where all the most respectable people come to join once a year in this in the summer we just get together and discuss really world evolving topics topics that are just going to help people we're, we're pushing the world forward we're here meeting and sure sure there's some kids running around that look like they're from a different country and we're keeping them in cages but we're here at the summit we're talking about real things like Making sure people aren't on Twitter anymore. That's important. We're just enjoying. Me and Bill Gates. Me and Zuck. Me and the guy from Apple who are here. And we're just ha we're having a blast. We're talking about how do we get more people to put together iPhones? How do we do that? How do we get... How do we ban anybody who tries to make a new app... That, that might uh, go against the grain. How do we ban them from coming on our platforms? How do we smear them with our uh, hundreds of millions of dollars putting into ad campaigns every year? We're just coming together at a camp for billionaires. What are you, retarded? You don't get it? We're just having fun. We play darts. We drink beer. We illegally smuggle kids in. It's a just a weekend for billionaires. Okay? So what? Just enjoy the fact that we have fun too, okay? If you can't wrap your little head around that, that us billionaires get together, have a little rendezvous, fuck each other's wives and husbands, film it on camera, and then use that against each other in the future whenever th something comes up that we need a favor for, then I don't know what to tell you. I'm here enjoying. We got name tags, like uh, walking around as if we don't know who each other are. Charlie Munger's here. Okay, he loves communism. I do too. We all love it. It's a new hip cool thing. It's worked before. We're going to run it back. We're, we're doing it again. Us billionaires, we got so much incentive to get together and just like play and, and have a good time. I mean, I can't think of anything I want to do more than get together with my billionaire friends and have one big cuck. You know, I want to cuck everyone. I want to film the cuck and keep it in some weird zip file that can only get to the people who attended because they've got the best hackers in the world. <sighs> Anyways, it's been quite the week. I'm here at the summit. Let's let's watch this clip and hear from uh, <laughs> the always reliable Newsmax. With you, um, tell our viewers what this billion, billionaire summit is. We clearly weren't invited. No, you weren't, you dumb whore. Obviously not. Who wants your dumb face there? I don't I don't want you there at all. You're going to go on Newsmax and blab about us fucking uh, having a good time. You think I want your whore mouth fucking running off about what fun we're having here, you dumb fuck? No. This is for high-end, ritzy people who just like to control the world, you dumb fuck. You think I want you here? Sorry. Continuing. 
<laughs> no, and, and many aren't. And I will tell you, this is kind of a it's a it's one of those things that there's not a lot of information about. They keep this very uh, private. So Allen and Company is a private or investment firm, an investment banker out of New York. They've been around for nearly a century now, and they've overseen uh, M and A deals like they they oversaw Google's IPO offering. They've overseen M and A deals for organizations like Facebook and Time Warner. And this is an exclusive invite only uh, event where they bring effectively the top movers and shakers, largely in big tech and media, people like Oprah Winfrey and... and, and, and okay, listen, J just because us big tech and, and, and media mogul guys get together and invite some hit people that are also in the business like Oprah doesn't mean we're doing crazy things all right the way, the tone you're putting on this in the way you're spinning it here on Newsmax is making it sound like we're up to no good and i don't appreciate that just because okay oprah has been uh, i don't know maybe in some death by association things you know like being very close with Harvey Weinstein doesn't mean she's a bad goose. All right. Maybe you're just, maybe your head wasn't spun on correctly, but I don't know. Let's continue. And uh, of course, Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg and many others come to this event to network. Think of it as the world's most exclusive networking event. And obviously for Allen and company, it's an opportunity to get the inside track on deals and hopefully get some fees out of it. Yeah. That's a, that's a great network. Yeah. I mean, networking, and we we go down to the basement once in a while, flick the camera on, night vision style, put on some old deer masks and weird antler fucking camouflage shit and have a weird sex orgy. You're missing the fun stuff here. Come on, for Christ's sakes. Networking event, for sure. Dan, how do you think that this summit is going to impact or will impact average Americans like me and you? Well, it's hard to say what will come out of these, as Seth said, networking parties for billions. Let me answer that for you. You're rats. We don't care. We're going to fuck your lives upside down. You don't You don't get it. We look at you like you're rats, for God's sakes. We're going to make you just live in goddamn hell. Media hell. Where every day you're going to think a volcano is going to goddamn erupt and blow you to fucking bits. That's what we want. You, We want you goddamn spinning the wheel like a hamster just because there's so much bullshit information coming from us that we want you to have a fucking meltdown. Okay, here we go. Billionaires. But keep in mind, this group of people have an aggregate worth of a trillion dollars, maybe more. So the things that they're going to talk about... And, and the deals that come out of this, I am sure, will ultimately, in the long run, impact all of us. When you have a group of people together with this much money, power, resources, anything they do is going to trickle down to the rest of us. You rats. We're going to get the best yachts. We're going to have the most fun. And we're going to let the rats squander for the bits. Thank you so much to uh, the summit. Let's see what the let, there's another video on the summit. I just like to see what people think about us billionaires having a little bit of fun. It's like, come on, Phil, go like leave us alone. You're, you're just running these articles saying like billionaires discussing. Um, I don't know how to run the world as if we're doing something wrong. We just it's just a it's like 
Since when did going to billionaire summer camp have such a negative connotation? For God's sake, someone fucking tell me that right now. You kind of have to wonder why media and tech giants from Rupert Murdoch to Apple's Tim Cook descend upon this tiny village every year. So they can smuggle kids in without anyone batting an eyelash. Don't you think that if Murdoch wanted to talk to Cook, he could just pick up the phone or email? Well, at least one high-level executive here told me they kind of like the idea of getting business done in a very relaxed atmosphere. It also doesn't hurt that you've got some newer companies that the older media companies kind of want to be around, like Facebook and Netflix. And then there's the Hollywood flair. I caught up with producer Brian Grazer, the man behind TV series Arrested Development and Oscar-winning movie A Beautiful Mind. Now, he's spending a lot more time on TV projects these days, and here's why. I like television. I like the language of television, the business of television, because the platforms continue to expand. So you, they, they continue to expand and they morphed into now digital, digital platforms. And that's kind of fun for me. Television series, when they work, become kind of an annuity. You don't have to continue to service them constantly. At the end of the day, these executives realize their businesses are maturing and they're gonna need deals to grow. In Sun Valley, Idaho, Christina Aleshi, CNN. See, it's all for the people. We do it for the people. Um, yeah, I don't know. You tell me, like, what do you think they do there? What do you think happens at old Sun Valley Resort and Spa with all the billionaires meeting and mingling? You, if you don't think there's at least one cuck a night, you're like, I'm willing to bet my all my life savings that someone gets at least cucked. So there's at least one goat mask and one cuck at the party and everyone takes a, a go at their wife or husband. Like there, there's no way this event can take place this much money. And, and I, I just like the thought of like this much money being in the room and like everyone's just trying to like big, big each other, like big, like just show off how fucking rich they really are. And they're like, Oh, Jeff Bezos. Ooh, you could have, you could, you, uh, you, you, you almost got that oil money, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Or it's like, Oh, Jeff, remember when you were really rich and then your fucking wife took everything? That's hilarious. You're at the you're at the back of the room with the almost rich folks. Uh, me and Zucker at the front with the fucking real rich. Me and uh, Charlie Munger and fucking who else? Who I don't even know. Who, apparently the fucking CIA. I mean, is it any is it any shock that the CIA is rolling in? I mean, the CIA probably is just like a fucking... The head of the CIA is probably just a coder at Facebook at this point. I would not be shocked. He just was a fucking desk boy at, at Facebook. I mean, the C, at this point, it seems like the uh, the big tech companies have more power than the CEO or, or the, the CIA. Unless, I, unless I'm looking into this wrong. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm way wrong. I don't know. You tell me what you think the CIA is now. Do you think they have as much power? Tell me in the comment section. Do you think the CIA has as much power as they used to? I think that they... I, I wonder... I really actually... That's a good question. I really wonder what the fuck... Anyways, the whole... The whole thing, the fact that these billionaires go to some fucking circle jerk camp, it's like, 
what kind of billionaire camp is it that they go to where there's not even like a lake? Uh, maybe there is a lake, but I didn't see them fucking sea doing around. They didn't do anything cool in the video. They all just walked by with fucking geek pants on. All these billionaires dressed like fucking geeks and nerds, and it's like, enough with the fucking uh, facade of being so humble and down to earth. It's like, you guys are fucking nutcase, power-hungry monsters that when you go on a billionaire fucking tycoon vacation, you don't even go on a sea-doo ride or, or a, I go wakeboarding. It's like you guys just sit in a conference room and, and, and bullshit around. I was like, I want to see a video of, of these guys like like some fucking spy camera through the window. And, and I just want to see their bare asses pressed against it because they're fucking so hard. and There's steam coming from all the windows. Like the, the boredom that these fucking billionaires must suffer the suffering of these billionaires and their boredom and they're just this is what I, my podcast before was communism and, and like being a dictator is so boring i mean i'm sure there's fun aspects to it you get to fucking i don't know go on any roller coaster at any time you like but as far as like trying to control every aspect of people i can think of nothing more boring I, I, the last thing i care about is at what time or what what show people are watching or how how many calories they're intaking? It's like all this data mining and harvesting. I get that they're like using that to sell products back, but now it's like controlling and and they're trying to control people. I just I I'm 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 sad. I'm sad. You want to know why? Doug Ford says he's not in favor of a split society and will not be making mandatory vaccine passports. I mean, can you think of anything worse? Do you know how hard I had to work to get my vaccine? I had to wake up, go to a pop-up clinic. I had my fucking son with me getting yelled at by anti-vaxxers, okay? Talk about traumatizing. Then I went in there and got a Band-Aid put on my arm and I went home and relaxed. And I looked up CNN articles. And now Doug Ford and his fat ass comes out saying that we're not going to mandate a fucking split society. What a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. Fuck him. Huh? That's what I think of you, Ford. You don't want to split society, you cuck fucking puss. I want to split this society right clean in the middle. I mean, at this point, who, like, what, why do people give a fuck about uh, people getting and not getting it? It's like, I'm happy, uh, here's the thing, I'm more than happy, I don't have it by the way, but I'm more than happy to not give a fuck if you got it or not. Like, I, I, I yell, maybe sure, yeah, I yelled at my parents, okay, for getting it, but they had that coming, okay, they had it coming, um, I, I just do not get people's like uh, obsession with um, caring, like w wanting to go to lengths of willing to split a society in half because they're so outraged that people aren't getting it. It's like I, at that point, the more cool society seems like the people who don't give a fuck. The society shouldn't be split between people who have it and don't. It should be split between people who just like don't give a fuck, would rather smoke a J take a fucking tall boy Corona down and, and jerk off, you know? Like, I don't want to hang out with the people who are like, I am just, I am f outraged. I cannot believe it. I, you know, I saw some guy on Twitter. 
I barely go on Twitter. But he had a fucking fake, like a fake eye patch on. He had like 30,000 followers. And it, I just went through his thread because I saw like this Freedom Phone was coming out in the US. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Maybe like big tech censorship isn't working anymore. Maybe it's creating um, a vacuum, a societal vacuum where every, what, is that the right word? But it's basically where everyone's just, everyone's the same. I don't know. But I thought, okay, the Freedom Phone, that's kind of cool. Maybe it'll avoid tech censorship and it's like a nice alternative to a one-sided system. I see this fucking kooky looking guy commenting on this guy's advertisement and he's like, you scumbag, you can, it's a, the phone's made with Chinese parts. What are you, lying to the people? You fucking right wing extremist. I'm like, what? And then I went to this guy's profile and it's just like him bitching about like everything. It's just like, what kind of life is that? You wear an eye patch and, and just complain every day on, on Twitter. It's like, if that were my life, I would beg, I would beg on my hands and knees that the, the people closest to me would buy a fucking samurai sword and barge down my door and hack me to bits while I'm awake. Okay. I like if I, if that was my shtick to be a fucking pirate looking guy who just sits on Twitter and complains about the freedom phone, I would beg my family to assassinate me in my sleep. Please blow me up, kill me, like tor torture me first. Like the fucking Haiti president. He was tortured first. I heard that he had his eyes fucking gouged out. I mean, talk about sending a message. Uh, yeah. I, uh, how's that? Uh, how's that? My cottage this weekend. Learn how to play euchre. Fun game. Uh, it's one of those games where it's like, it's so addicting and time just flies and it, it's, it's like, I'm still trying to figure out how much of it is luck and skill. Cause it was just, I was playing my parents and my dad is the fucking ultimate table talker. And my girlfriend and I were doing pretty good the day before. And I was like, okay, like this game, it's fun. You can win. It seems easy. And then we, the next day we played like nine fucking rounds and we lost every single time. So I'm like, are we really that shitty? Or is it just that maybe this is like 73% luck and, and 70 or 37% skill. Wait, I don't know. 73%. Oh fuck. A hundred minus 73 <laughs> It's 27. I think. Yeah, 27% skill. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I love the game. A lot of fun, but it's one... I wish I fucking learned it earlier. It, I mean, it is a, it is a, a time consumer, but it is addicting. Uh, kind of like Madden. I fucking love Madden. Um, oh, I don't know if you guys have seen this show. It's called Alone. Basically, I'll give a quick explanation what the show is. It's, it's these 10 people that are set up, sent out to the extreme wilderness, usually somewhere cold. Like right now they're on a place called Grizzly Mountain in BC, right? So I think they put them there around near the end of summer and they're given 10 tools. So like a pot, air, like a bow and arrow, a fucking tarp, 10 things. I think they're guaranteed warm clothes and, and that's it. Um, and they're sent out there and they're basically told like, you just need to live out here the longest. 
like we're going to give you no food, nothing. You have to film all this yourself and then just survive. Um, and last episode, so they build their, before I get into that, they get there, they kind of scout out the land, they, they build their shelter. And then as time progresses, they like start stashing berries and, and they'll look for like, they'll set these little thing called snare traps where rabbits run in and they fucking choke them to death. I saw a guy knife a full-on ox one season to death. Um, but last episode, a girl decided to go swimming, and the water was, I think, like 31 Fahrenheit. The only reason it wasn't freezing is because it's, it moves so much. And she gets out about, I don't know, 100 meters, thinking she's only going to be out there for 15 minutes. And her, her life jacket inflates. And then she's like stuck out there. It ends up taking her 30 minutes because she's trying to set a fishing line deep in the water because where she is, it's too shallow to catch fish. She gets back and I'm thinking while watching the show, I'm about to watch someone literally die on TV. She, she like, there was a fire set up on the beach. Thank God she had the fire going or she actually might've died. She got there and she's just like having body convulsions and like shaking. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And she starts like taking her clothes off and like putting literally like her ass is touching the open flame of a fire. And she's shaking for like three hours. And she's like, and she like can't even get it out the words. Finally, she somehow miraculously saves herself. I'm thinking. If she was out there for two more minutes, she might have just literally died on camera. It's a pretty crazy show when it's that, like that possible to die. The and she goes back to her t- like her tent and she's filming her legs. She's like, "Look at, see, she was so close to the fire, she gave herself first degree burns. That's how intense it got." I was like, "Sign me up, never for that show." I'm already, I'm like literally. I was in a bad place the last couple weeks, all right? I was watching a little too much Alex Jones. And did I think the world was going to end? Do I think it's going to end? At that time, yeah, I did. So I was watching alone, and I was like, Jesus Christ, I don't even know if I can do it. So I kind of had the epiphany that if the world goes down, I want to get the crossbow between the eyes first. I want the assassins to come in my condo building, say, hey, we saw your vegetables. They look luscious. We saw them from the street. We don't want to make this. We're going to give you the choice. Do you want us to shoot you in the head or are we going to have a fight to the death? And I'll look at them. I'll put my, I'll say, listen, let me, let me call my friends at the billionaire summit and I'll ask them what I should do. I call Bill Gates and I say, what should I do? There's a group of men trying to take my garden from me and I'm in my condo. And he'll say, Luke, just like I tell everyone in my business, we need less people. So if you're willing to take the arrow between the eyes for the good of humanity, take the arrow and just die, you know, just die. And I'll be like, yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. I just want to go first. And then I'll, I'll, <laughs> I, you know what I want to tell I want to tell them, Hey, you can take my garden 
and shoot me between the eyes. But just know, I rigged this entire building with explosives, and as soon as you touch my garden, we're all you're, we're all gonna explode. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. Um, I wanted to I wanted to talk about this. I mean, these for the love of God, for, could this could these people who run the world be any more like in your face? Clearly, they don't want any more people. They look at us like we're rats, okay? Yahoo News. India is proposing a two-child policy to keep its population under control, and it includes cla- and it includes cash benefits for couples who opt for voluntary sterilization. Yay! Yay! yay. <laughs> Are we kidding ourselves? I here's the thing. I'm watching a commercial on TLC the other day. And it's a couple with fucking 38 kids, some crazy number. And they're just like laughing and like, our 38 kid family. (laughs) Oh my God, we're so goofy. And for a second there, I had my first ever Bill Gates moment where I thought, maybe we shouldn't let that happen. Maybe having that many kids is a bit of a problem. Okay, uh, and my girlfriend had a good point. Not that we want people to not have 38 kids. We kind of do. I Well, she didn't say that. I did. Uh, in my head. I thought, that's a little much. The world's resources, I mean, you're a little greedy with how many kids you're putting out there. Who knows? Maybe one of them's going to be the next Epstein. I mean, Einstein. Either one. They both just... <laughs> they probably were fucking into the same shit. Um, I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Anyways, what I'm saying is, I forget what I'm saying. That many, what the fuck? Why does TLC just find the lowest hanging goddamn fruit and and make these people think they're famous? You know, like this this idea that just because you've put 38 kids in in some pussy that makes you like some celebrity now, then it's like. Imagine trying to feed those kids. They're, they're like they're probably not even getting the right nutrition. They're probably eating fucking mac and cheese every meal with sausage in it. I mean, like, what kind of le- what kind of father are you going to be to like thirty eight kids? You're going to go to every game? Like, no way. Anyways, back to India. India is taking a leaf from China's population playbook with a proposed two child pro- policy in two states. Wow, isn't China uh, democratic? Yeah, China's democratic, so that's a good playbook to run from. The two-child policy is in Uttar Pradesh would give cash benefits to couples who opt for voluntary sterilization. Sterilization is a, is a scary word. Why don't they just say, like, for those who take birth control? I wonder if they're giving them birth control or they're literally just zapping their nuts off. Our World Population Day on June 11th or July 11th, India proposed a, a series of fresh population control measures, reminiscent of China's two-child policy. Wow, it's nice to see that we're heading in a good direction. It's just like Yahoo News, huh? I wonder who funds that. Can it couldn't possibly be a billionaire? Could it? Who just thinks there's too many people? No way. It couldn't be. Don't yank my 
cock here. Don't yank it. Tell me what's happening. It's not billionaires. Anyways, this is... Okay, let's get into the real the real shit here. I got some wild stuff here. All right. Gentleman didn't want to pay baggage fee, so he made a bomb threat that shut down Florida airport. airport state police. Nobody likes paying a baggage fee at the airport, especially when it's unexpected. But while most people settle the matter by pulling out a credit card and slapping it angrily on the counter, Weagle Rosen thought it would be better to issue a bomb threat instead. I'm just trying to figure out what this guy was on. Because how in God's name do you logically go, man, I wasn't expecting to pay $34.99 for my carry-on. Now I'm going to call in a, a bomb. You know, like, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean, it's like... It, Maybe, maybe the whole time, like he paid for his flight ticket, right? So he's, he's obviously not broke. Like he has a life he's excited about. He's not going to like fly on this plane for like the luxury, uh, gin and tonic he's going to get and then go live in a box on the streets of New York. You know, like he's like, he's got, uh, uh, somewhere he's flying to, and I'm presuming he has a, a location in which he can stay in, like a home or a condo. What was this guy must have been on some sort of fentanyl to call in a fucking bomb brigade at an airport? It just logically makes no sense. He looks like he could be whacked out. He's got hair from fucking Back to the Future. I don't know. I I just can't understand this one. I don't understand the playbook. Maybe that's why I, I'll never call in a bomb threat because it, it just, I don't understand the logic behind it. Here's what happened. According to the Broward County Sheriff's Office in Florida, an airline agent of at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport told Rosen he'd have to pay a fee to bring his bag with him on the flight to Toronto. Toronto, Canada, he's coming to me. He's coming to hang out with me. After a hot-tempered argument, Rosen displayed his displeasure by abandoning his bag at the ticket counter and leaving. The agent told Rosen to take his bag with him, and that's when Rosen told the agent that the bag contained a bomb. Oh, my God. He's fucking with them. Because of the threat, what followed was a frenzied response from airport. If it- this guy, okay, that makes a lot more sense. He- it wasn't like, hey... Um, it, it just, he was, he's like, go fuck yourself. There's a bomb in that bag. You piece of shit making me pay. And I bet you, you had some fucking tight ass motherfucker. Like there's no way uh, that makes a lot more sense. Regal is not a stranger to the criminal justice system. According to the, like, so, Okay. Let's see what else he has here. Weagle was charged in 2019 with a third-degree felony charge of battery on a person over 65 after getting into an altercation with another resident in the retirement community he lives in. The Broward State Attorney's Office dropped the charges on that case. A defense attorney told the son, essential that it is unlikely the charges will be dropped this time around. Well, he's got... Listen... It's not every day someone of that age has got a little left in the tank. You know, a little... He's getting a little bit of excitement. How many people can look at themselves in the mirror, 
and and honestly say I live such a courageous life. I fucking lied to the the border patrol and said I have a bomb in my car. Like how many people have that much fun? How many people live in an old folks home and beat the fuck out of someone and get off? You know, and then lie about a bomb in their bag. Not many. This guy, in my opinion, he's living a better life than 99% of people. And I open him with, I welcome him with open arms to the uh, Sun Valley uh, Billionaire Summit happening next July. This one's a, another gem. A serial pooper banned from defecating, urinating in open spaces after numerous convictions in British town. She broke the number two rule over and over again. A British serial pooper has been officially banned from defecating and urinating in any open space in her town after more than two decades of criminal behavior, police said. Two decades of shitting in public and pissing. That, she just sounds like she's a, a homeless person. Amanda Lee, 50, has been breaking the law since at least 1996. Is this DMX? With 15 convictions for antisocial behavior, harassment, public order violations, of abusing the country's 999 emergency phone number, according to the police in the northwest English county of Cheshire, there comes a point when you have to say enough is enough and take additional action to protect the community and the business in the area police. Constable Alex Barker said, that's my, I don't know, oh man. This lady looks guilty. I'm not going to lie. The crew... Okay, I want to see, like... A, cri a criminal behavior order is sought once... Uh, like, I don't even know. They don't go... They don't do a very good job explaining... It's just, like... What has to go wrong in your life for you to be addicted to taking shits and peeing in public? I mean, it's not even, like, a cool thing to be known for. You know, like, maybe, like, why not, like, at least if you're going to be such a, a menace to society, just at least rob a bank and do something fun, you know, maybe get into hacking, hack some, hack some crypto wallets. She just looks like, I don't know, maybe she just, like, can't, she doesn't have the know-how to be a hacker, rob a bank. She just... Oh, she gets wasted, goes outside, says fuck everyone, as she should, and she drops her drawers and just takes a dump. Maybe that's, maybe she, who, maybe I'm the crazy one. Maybe she doesn't have a can, you know? Like, that's not, that's not that nuts to think about. I don't know. She, who am I? Am I going to sit up here on my pedestal and say she's crazy for taking a log outside and screaming at people as they pass by? I think that's a fun life. I think that's what people ought to be striving toward in our society. Not fucking getting into the arts and, and creating something, but I don't know. We need more public masturbation. We need more people shoving shit up their ass and screaming under a bridge, you know? We need more of it. That's what makes a fun society. That If you're not a little bit nervous rounding the corner where you live, you're not in the right place, okay? I'm actually a little bit embarrassed for the people at the Billionaire Summit. They're not nervous going... Maybe they actually... Hey, maybe they are. Maybe they are a little nervous going there. Maybe when they walk in, Bill Gates like 
turns and horror music plays and they're all like, oh God, Bill's here. And he pulls out his whip and starts spanking everyone. He's like, you're going to fucking, you're not going to sell your software to Microsoft, huh? <laughs> no, Bill. Ow. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's the Billionaire Summit. Bill, Billionaire Summit, your headliner, Bill Gates. Today's, uh, for the headliner today, he's going to be whipping little Zuckerberg in the ass for not sharing software. And everyone's just like, oh, wow, this is, this is better than last year's. Bill Gates gets up. He has his full BDSM gear on. They wheel out Zuckerberg. He's like handcuffed to a, a, a wheel and his legs are like handcuffed as well. And they're just like, he's like, you gonna, Bill Gates is like, you gonna own up to what you did, Zuckerberg? He's like, what, what is it? What, what did I not do? He's like, oh, we gotta, we gotta not talk her here. <laughs> Whip on the chest. Ah, ah, oh my God, Bill, you're so powerful. It's like, I feel like these billionaires literally just are, are little cucks that like to get whipped and, and call each other powerful in basements. I don't know. You think that's a good observation? Uh, oh, my God. Big Brother's back. I fucking love that show. I hate to admit it. It's back, baby. I don't really want to talk about it right now because it's so new, but hey. What what are we gonna do? Let's just see. If there's look. Oh, another example: The Guardian. No return to normal expected in post-pandemic New Zealand, and locals say that's fine. Hey, that's fine. What do we What do we want to go back to normal for? Huh? Normal? I don't want that. I want to fucking. I never want normal again. That's a okay. That's fine. I never want to go back to normal. Like, who are they pulling for this question? The Guardian. Where? Hey, hey, the, uh, is this the? Hey, this is the Guardian calling. Oh, hey, what's going on? This I'm Bill from New Zealand. Hey, we're just wondering if uh, after the pandemic, you're okay with everything not going back to normal? Oh, funny asked. I'm a okay with that. I'm a-okay with that. Thanks for the call. Bye, Guardian. Click. Hey, honey. The Guardian called, and they were wondering if we're okay with going back to normal. And I said, no. Crazy, right? Really crazy. <laughs> you gotta, You got to fucking give me a break here. Could they make, like, these articles any more ridiculous? How many of the people in New Zealand are like, I'm totally cool with never going back to normal. I don't care if we never see a concert, never do anything ever again. That's just fine with me here in New Zealand. I wish I could do his New Zealand accent. That's totally fine with me in New Zealand. These people have lost their fucking minds that write these articles. I swear to God. It's embarrassing. It's literally embarrassing. Oh, God. I'm just trying to find... People are fleeing the Catholic Church. Euro News in Poland. I wonder why. 
Huh? Maybe because some of the people who like the Catholic Church are, are at uh, the Billionaire Summit? That can't be it. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for watching. And please, like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Like I'm saying, I want to fucking make money off of this shit. So if you could help me out, for the love of God, be great. All right, bye.